Merry Christmas, my friends. It is wonderful to see you. I'm excited. I see a lot of folks who have come home for Christmas. You got some guests with you. Some of our college students are, are back. And I know that some folks have gone home to Christmas, wherever that is. It's interesting what people consider home. For some, home is where you grew up. And for others, it's where you are now. And for yet others, home is wherever family has ended up. You know, I wonder if some of you remember the uh, great thrill of striking it out on your own. Do you all remember when you get to go back out into the big wide world and start as an adult? It was everything it was cracked up to be, wasn't it? It was great to feel the freedom to do what you want, to go where you want, to pay your own bills. Do you remember the first time you felt like, it's time to go back home? Maybe it was because there was free laundry and a home-cooked meal. But there's really something more to that, isn't there? Especially this time of year. We yearn for the warm embrace of home at Christmas. I wish it was always so simple as going back to our old house. Somebody else lives in my old house now. But it's really more complicated than just traveling back to your old address because home is bigger than an address. It's all wrapped up in this sense of feeling and memory and maybe times when we were younger and things were easier or when people, of certain members of our family, were with us. But along the way, things change. People can't be with us. People move. Relationships change. We change. And home can feel farther and farther away when, until one day we look around and don't quite realize where is home. And on a deeper level, we yearn for something more than an address or a place to go at Christmas. We yearn to know where do we belong. You know, I wonder if Mary and Joseph were asking themselves that same question on the first Christmas, because life had changed quite a bit for them in a short period of time, and home was changing too. Mary and Joseph up in Nazareth await the birth of their child, whom they know to be the Son of God, and they look forward to, as an expectant couple would, building their home together. That sounds like a great plan. But as we read, there's a bump in the road because in the ninth month of Mary's pregnancy, Roman soldiers come knocking at the doors down the streets of Nazareth. Their emperor had demanded a census. And so everyone, no matter what you're doing, if the ham is still in the oven or the baby is still in the womb, you must return to your hometown to be counted. And because Mary and Joseph were newly married, that meant they had to travel to Joseph's hometown, Bethlehem. And so Joseph and Mary go on the 10-day or so journey down to Bethlehem. It's interesting. I'm pretty sure the term bed rest didn't mean much to the Roman authorities, and you can't get maternity leave from an imperial decree. And so off they go. 
I wonder how Mary felt about leaving her family and her support system in the final days of her pregnancy. But I guess it didn't matter. The emperor said, it's time to go home, and so you go. And when they arrive there, for one reason or another, there's no room for them. There's no room for them in the guest house. There's no room for them in the inn. There is no address for them to arrive. And Mary goes into labor in a stable. The emperor had said, it's time to go home, and he did not seem to care if you found home when you got there. Well, they may not have found home, but home found them. Because there, in that strange place, Jesus was born. In that stable, Mary and Joseph find that their home is not an address, but in a person. I remember a few years ago when I had to travel to Orlando every week from school. Some of you heard the story. Yes, I got lost one time and almost ended up in Miami. But I learned, I learned, and this is the story that happened after. My wife Amanda and I, while I was in school, lived in several different addresses in several different cities. But the information that I eventually learned to type into my GPS at the end of a late, long school day never changed. At the end of a day, I would pull out my phone, get in my car, and I would type into my GPS, Amanda, as I put the contact information under her name. It didn't matter the address, I just typed in Amanda. We might live wherever and have many addresses, but we would have one home, and that would be each other. For a lot of people, that's how it is. Home is not a location, but as they say, home is, home is where the heart is. And if home is where the heart is, Mary and Joseph found their home in Jesus. Their home in the perfect heart of the Son of God, the Word made flesh, the Savior of the world. And home, it turns out, wasn't very far away at all. It was as close as the baby she held in her arms. Mary and Joseph found home in Jesus Christ. And my friends, that is the good news that we celebrate in Christmas, that in Jesus Christ, you have a home. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or what's been done to you. Jesus was born into this world, and you can find your home in him no matter your address. My friends, every heart needs a home. Not just some place, but someone. So I invite you. Would you come home for Christmas? Come home. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.